And we are live. Oh. I don't know if I got caught on. I hope it. I hope it. Uh, I hope it did it. Anyways, what's going on, everybody? We are live for episode four of the Last Gift Podcast. I am Ace. Dude on my right can introduce himself. Baby was, Yoda. Yeah, Baby Yoda. I'm Baby Yoda today. Obviously, I am Flash. And welcome back to our, another episode of the Last Gift Podcast. As you can tell, I am back in my bedroom due to numerous amount of complaints from the last episode. So. Yeah, turn I off the light. Here. It looks weird with the light on. Oh, I forgot to. Oh my god! Give me a Be second. Be back in a second. Right, BRB. Anyways. I forgot to do that. It's been a minute. Yeah, let me. Anyways, on. we are gonna talk about NFL, all the games. Well, some of them a little more than others. Some news that came out on the injury front. You know, nothing ever good. Praise up for Dane Jackson. At least he's got movement hey, hey, like hey, from last hey. night. Hey, we ain't gonna talk about the NFL. We got a lot of college ball to talk about as well. Well, I know. I was doing my praise for Dane Jackson from last night. Oh, yeah. And my, piece for him. My, my my fantasy team like shit the shit the bed. Like, wow, I got caught on. Yeah, my fantasy team shit the bed last night, but we'll talk about that later on. Anyways, Michael let's Phoenix hit it. Front uh, contender for Heisman. Miami hey, overrated. Hey, hey, hey. We, we we got a lot to talk about. Let, let's let's just, let's just hit it, man. We, Be a friend, tell a friend, like, share, subscribe. If you're on you uh, Twitter, retweet it, and I'll post oh, a link during right. the intro. That's right. I need to post come my in the comments too. section. <laughs> come in the comments section on uh, YouTube for the comments, so we're gonna have questions. You know, keep yes, the yes. Going. We, we 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 do need the, uh, our comments on YouTube because if you do it on Twitter or Facebook, unfortunately, we do not get to see it immediately. It does not pop up on our streaming services so please do use youtube if you want to comment but if, you, if you're watching from facebook and twitter thank you very much it means a lot to us and i'll, I'll also try to um, respond to questions as well off of my phone that's why it's here right so anyways let's hit it All right, let's get into the kickoff. Change the background, Jay Peeps. Uh, we're kicking off. If he pays attention. Ah, uh, let's just kick off. All right. I... All right. <laughs> All right I, like, I, li- I, li- I like I like that background. I'll... You know what? You know, you know what, Jordan? I think I'm about to buy Ace a a Buccaneers house um, memorabilia from work one day. If you guys don't know, my uh, job that actually pays me money is Dick Sporting Goods. We do have a, uh, a Buccaneers home little sign right there. So if you pass by Citrus Park Stick Sporting Goods, you can say hi. I'll be Jamar, Chase. And, and pick that I'll up. I'll be Jamar. There you go. Uh, maybe I, Jamar's maybe got his if, own issues. If I, if, if I, you know what? How about this? If we, if I, if we get like at least 10 or 20, 10 likes on the, on our post on Twitter with, with this current stream, I will buy a, a Buccaneers home sign. I will do that. So, so, so hear that out. Anyways, let's get started. Let's uh, start with uh, Ace. I, I know he wants. A, he has a lot to say on his chest. I mean, we saw 
on his Twitter how he's been feeling lately. So tell don't us how you really do that feel, to me, Ace. Twitter. Don't make it. Don't get ten likes. Tell, I'll, I'll, in fact, in fact, maybe maybe I should call up Stinkbaster or something. Even though he probably doesn't remember me too much, but oh well. Anyways, um, thank you for a thousand followers. Yeah, thanks for a thousand. I didn't even pay attention to that. Thank you for a thousand followers on Twitter. Uh, JP's got to put up the tweet for um if it gets ten likes on Twitter, we have to get. Me a bucks thing, sadly. Anyways, uh, bucks and he has to hang it up in his room every morning. So when he sees it, he, re- he remembers it's a, it's a Buccaneers house. <laughs> Even though he's a diehard Saints fan, this is gonna be so fun. All right. Anyways, um, twenty ten. Uh, we'll see. Mike Evans, Dex Lattimore for uh, anytime he gets an opportunity, he takes it. I guess. I got to the guy's opportunistic. He sees an opportunity to go get something on the guy that locks him down 24-7 every game they play. I mean, sure, go knock yourself out. The only game you ever got Lattimore was the game with Ryan Fitzmagic during the Fitzmagic streak. So, whatever there. And that 2018 season, Lattimore was terrible. He was, like, on his defensive rookie of the year hangover. Anyways, I'm off topic. Uh, They suspended him for a game. Oh, God, don't get me started with that bomb. Him and Ruiz, don't get me started with them, too. Them, them two. As I said, ladies and gentlemen, sad Saints fan today. We don't even need Sad Gators fan on today. We have the Sad Saints fan. Even though we should get him on, too, as well. I was, I, I was... Man, Peyton Turner's a bust. I'm saying that after one season. That man's a bust-ass man. Dude's trash. Got scratched last week, or whatever you want to call it. Inactive. Healthy scratch against the Bucks. I mean, you took him 27, I want to say, or 28. You literally had Gregory Rousseau and, uh, oh, not what's his name, uh, Patrick Oway or whatever the guy's name is on the Ravens. Both of those pass rushers went right after him and have done shit in the NFL. This man has one sack and has been on the injury re- injured reserve most of his career. And don't get me started with Davenport and Ruiz. I've been saying it, leaving out one of the high school friends was, we was talking yesterday about it, and we are like, Remember how much I wanted uh, Lamar Jackson in 2018 and Jalen Hurts in 2020? Ha! Watching them these two this past weekend was rough as a Saints fan. I mean, I'm sticking with James as the quarterback, but the people saying Andy Dalton need to play, I'll get the hell out of here with that. That that the, the Andy Dalton ain't going to fix their issues. Okay, Jordan. Well, I mean, let's be honest. We're not, you should not be entertaining the uh, Andy Dalton talk. I know, I know it's funny, but same time, you know, like – Nobody in their right minds should be entertaining that Andy Dalton talk. And if, you're gonna, st- if you're going to do the Andy Dalton, Jameis has to be on injured reserve for that to even happen. And considering you don't have a first-round pick this year because you gave it to the Eagles to get, I want to say, P- Trevor Penning. More, I mean, more like Penning to get rid of get uh, Olave. Uh, uh, but, um, I mean, you're going to get the Gardner. pick for Sean Payton. But you really need to make sure you get that that trade for champagne down right and get a first round pick at the minimum, because you got some issues there if you're gonna do a quarterback. But anyways, you're gonna you're the season's not over. The people saying the season's over with Jameis having one bad game is kind of blown out of proportion. I know I know he had a rough fourth quarter with three. He was trying to take over the game, if you know what I mean. You can see it when he took the shot to Olave deep in double coverage. He was trying to end it. Right then and there, and put the uh, juggler shot, but did it work? And then he tried playing hero ball. Definitely didn't work when you had Michael Thomas right in front of you for a five-yard catch on the second interception. But 
Yeah, live and learn. He d- he has been good in the other seven games he's played or whatever. I was telling someone the other day, I said, Tom Brady's got eight interceptions against the Saints in five games. Jameis Winston's got six and the same six, five, three. He was five and two, so now he's six and what? Six and three, so nine games. He's got six interceptions in nine games. Tom Brady's got five, eight in five games, so I mean, he's not been terrible. He's pretty solid still, so I'm I'm gonna ride with Jameis for this year, see how it goes. But he really needs to watch how he should have watched how Josh Allen played last night, because he's got the arm of Josh Allen, but the brain of Nathan Peterman right now. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say my take on Jameis Winston. All right, you know when when you don't have a running back that what the Saints offense usually rely on the most. I mean. Oh, don't you, get me started with Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram is time, 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 time out, time out, time out, time out. You mentioned running back, you, and I forgot to mention you, that. You, 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 for, you made you, me remember that you, man. That man is in the dog house. All right. You, you, that man you, is in the Jared Cook you need house. To, you need to sit down, sir. All right. Sit down. You, you are a. You're not. You're not a sad Saints fan. You are a irrational Saints fan. No, running, Mark Ingram deserves to be in the Jared running Cook on, house. Running on complete emotion, unstable. No. I am not are. being on emotion. You are that man fumbled the exact same way Jared Cook did. All right, so I'm gonna say and caused the exact same response. So, so, so I'm gonna say this right now. Um, you you don't have Alvin Kamara going right. All right, that's that's like the Saints' number one piece ever since Drew Brees left. All right, so 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 like half the game for Saints are gone. I mean, the O line is, is, isn't helping that much more either. And Jameis having what cracks in his backs now. I mean, I mean to some extent, like, yeah, maybe Jameis may have made some bad decisions. I mean, there's times when Michael Thomas was wide open. To be fair, though, I mean, I don't think he really got a chance to get the connection going with Michael Thomas. That's something that Saints fans need to give a chance with Jameis <clears throat> as time goes on, because this is this is the uh, hush I said, and also and also, you know, you got to get things going. For, for that for that combination to even start. So it, it, it's just going to take time. I mean, you can't force it to Olave. I mean, I, I think right now Olave should be wide receiver three with Landry at wide receiver no. two. You think it's the other way around? Mm-hmm. Olave is getting open. Landry is just running the slot. And, I mean, he's open a couple of times, but Olave has been open a ton. It's just Jameis hasn't got the connection and like the chemistry on point. Well, I mean, I, I mean, as as I said, it's like it's a whole new system. It's a whole new coach and stuff. I mean, that's what it's the, not the, no, the system is the same. It's the lack of playing. Well, it's new receivers. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah, it's a whole the new receivers whole new coach and not and playing the preseason. Too. They're not. They're not even opening up deep in the playbook as well. Which, which I mean, you really can when you have a terrible offensive line. So that's what I'm going to say. Buccaneers side. Well, I mean, let's see. I, I know. I know. But I, I, I'm going to completely going to rant of. NFL refereeing. I'm sadly Bucks fans, you know, you might crucify me for this. But to be honest, the Saints, the Saints Bucks game was definitely one of them. Every time the Saints got a fourth down, a flag was thrown every time. So I mean, you know, it gave me memories of that Super Bowl. And you know what? That's not the only that's not the only game, by the way. I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this as well with, with the uh Green Bay. The Green Bay Chicago. and Chicago game. I saw that with with another game as well. Nah, actually, let's go into Monday Night Football. Now that you mentioned with the rest, 
Because something Troy Aikman said had me dying last night. He said, uh, I don't know who the hell the re- head ref was in the Eagles-Vikings game, but Troy Aikman said it. He said, this guy's got more screen time than the two head coaches I've had. And I just died on the spot. The amount of flags this guy was throwing some BS calls. Um, Buffalo-Tennessee game, they called a new, they called a false start on Buffalo when the guy was definitely in the neutral zone. They had a bunch of missed calls in the Buffalo game before it got out of hand. Uh, you had the refs giving Mahomes back two interceptions. The Asante Samuel one, okay, fine. But the um, Nasir Adderley interception, the first one, that was not illegal contact. The two of them just got their feet tangled up and MVS went down. That's still a pick. The rest were bailing out Mahomes in that Chargers game. And there's a couple other games I'm not going to get into details of it but there were a bunch of either no calls that weren't called or really weird calls and i think bucks and saints fans can agree the the one between bradley roby on that tackle is bad and the keanu neal on james tackle is bad like they weren't bad tackles but they shouldn't have warranted flags if you know what i mean well yeah i mean that, that's what i was saying you know i think that one bad call with the bears you know, something that was that should have been clearly a touchdown that didn't get called one, even though you have cameras and stuff. You know, that's just what kind of irks me. And I think, you know, it, it is fair to call the out the NFL on stuff like that. You know, it does ruin the integrity of, of the game, does re- ruin the integrity of the sports. It's going to listen. The NFL is a top league and they cannot be making that kind of stuff, especially like. You can't you can't be doing that stuff, you know, because then you're going to encourage that behavior down to the college level, the kids level, to even freaking pop water for for crying out loud. I mean, you won't be able to tackle between touch NFL style. I, I mean, but listen, I mean, I, now you know how you tackle. You tackle like Derwin James. You tackle like Derwin James on Travis. I, I was excited to get to talk about that. That I'm glad to see Derwin James finally healthy, finally. Doing what we, everyone in the local Tampa Bay, Orlando area, know what he, he was doing at. I think it's either Auburndale or Haines City. It's one of those two schools over there. But and FSU. That, well, yeah, FSU. I mean, dude was playing at every single position you could think of. He was playing running back. He was playing defensive, and he was playing cornerback, playing safety. Dude, dude could do it all. So when you look at the t- type of talent or the strength of a defensive lineman, but the speed of a DB, you and it's and, like, the power of a running back, that's a very lethal football player. And Derwin James has put that on display when he took out Kelsey. And for those of you all that said he wouldn't do that to Gronk, I'm sorry to tell you, he would do that to Gronk too. It doesn't matter who, who you put him up, up against. He's going to he's gonna clean that guy. And to be honest, Kelsey didn't have a phenomenal game either. Just saying. Yeah, 10 points. I mean, it's not All right, let's talk about the game of the week. Dolphins-Ravens. Okay, so two things in that game. First, Tua was great. I'm not taking nothing against Tua. Actually, no, three things. Let me take it back. Two, the Ravens missed J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards badly. Don't be me who started Kenyon Drake because he thought he was going to be decent and had 0.8 fantasy points because Camaro was up. And three, the only reason why that comeback happened in Miami was because Marcus Peters was injured half the game. And Marlon Humphrey did not play the last, like, five minutes of the game. Last six minutes of the game in the fourth quarter. Just saying. If you want to know why Tyreek and Waddle were running wild 
to that last fourth quarter was because the two, top two corners weren't even playing. Just saying. But hey, Waddle and Hill are the first duo with 10 catches, 150 yards, and two TDs, which is insane. Insane to think about. So poor me who had. I, I'll, I'll say this one thing right now. I do love the Waddle celebration. I just, you know, just a penguin. penguin. I just love it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's better than the Mike Gusecki gritty. That, that's just, ugh. That was hurting my eyes. Oh my god, that that gritty was so stiff. Like, don't do the gritty again, my friend. Just please do not. No, no, um, no one deserved to see that. I'm sorry. Yeah, you had Jets coming back on the Browns. That was funny. The Browns were browning it up again. It's well, like the Browns browning it up. But well, here's but, the thing, you know. Surprisingly, the Jets haven't been playing terribly. So they far. were terrible against Baltimore. They were. Oh. Yeah, they were really terrible against Baltimore. Maybe, maybe, maybe the Browns. They figured the out. Browns the they, they figured. They figured out. Oh, let's just get Garrett Wilson the ball. That works. You think? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, Joe Flacco is, I want to say, top three in passing yards in the NFL. Believe it or not. Top it's three. uh, it's Flacco, Wentz, and Tua. Tua's number one, Wentz is number two, and Flacco is number three in passing yards. Just a little tidbit there. That's crazy to think about. Um, The Giants are 2-0. I think Matt Rule's getting fired after this weekend. Uh, who the Panthers playing? New Orleans. Yeah, I'm. 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 Well, listen, you know, they're gonna start zero and three. Well, here's the thing. Assumingly, the Saints play as we expect them to play. Yeah, it's gonna happen. But right now, I got questions for the Saints too. They look like they're in a mess as well with this new figuring out the system, figuring out the receivers and stuff. Now, I'm pretty sure we're gonna expect to see Jameis throw the ball more to Michael Thomas, without a doubt. But same time, you know. I don't know. Is 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 I don't know if I will just wipe it off like that so easily. Game of the week: Bills versus Dolphins. All right. I'm I'm I'm. Listen, I have a bad feeling of that game. Bills defense is not the Ravens defense. I'm gonna say that right now. Bills to a, defense. To a better buckle up. And hope a, he doesn't break his ribs again. Now, now listen. Granted, the Dolphins do have Tyreek and stuff. Which does open up the field a little bit more, and with Jalen Water stepping up, but whatever the I, I, I have a bad feeling of this team, game. I'm gonna say that whatever be, the total, the whatever the under is for rushing yards as a team for Miami, I take the under on it. Well, I, I think Miami's gonna have to throw that ball a ton, especially with um, I want to say Micah High got hurt in that game. I don't know if he came back against Tennessee, but you know Dane Jackson's out. I don't know if Kyrie Elam is playing yet from Florida, but if I'm if I'm Miami, you have you have the offensive line. If it holds up, you just go really quick to Waddle and Hill and just let them work after the catch. That is your best bet for beating Buffalo. And pray Xavier Howard and Byron Jones hold up better this week than they did against uh, Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay and Mark Andrews last week. Well, I'm well. I mean, you know, let's let, speaking of bad play calling and stuff. Let's talk about the Broncos. I was gonna say Stephon Diggs going to kill him. Oh, oh yeah, Diggs is gonna eat up the Miami defense. I want to see if Gabe Davis plays. If Gabe Davis plays, I think it's, I'm gonna it's, take it's Buffalo by over double. I, I say it's a wrap if Gabe Davis plays. 
But if well, not, I won't be surprised if you see Miami just like triple team digs and see if anybody else beats them. Well, here's the thing: if um if Gabe Davis plays, you know, I mean, triple teaming digs is not going to be your answer. No, no, I'm saying if Gabe Davis doesn't play, oh, then I you mean, just this- triple team digs and then see if anybody else beats him. Yeah, good luck with that. Now you know what? Let's you want to talk about? The- let's talk about your Broncos. Your favorite My Broncos. Broncos. Listen, you know I, I rep the Seahawks still. I I, I know um, you guys. I know you guys like want to say I jump ship, and you know sometimes, you know at times, you know I thought what Seattle did to Russell Wilson is still dirty. I still think that, but as of right now, you know, I'm not I'm not jumping ship. No, you know you know it's still fun to root for Seattle. Still a great fan base, so I I still like rooting for Seattle, and I still will, even if it means thank you for ten more years. I mean, now you have Bryce Younger, CJ Stroud. Nah, Just don't lose the game. Don't nah, win a nah. game. See, see, uh, see uh, listen. You, you know what? I, 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 no, nah, they'll take Will let, Anderson. Let, okay, wait. You know what? Ace, hang on. So, but yeah, what I've seen on an NFL level of coaching with the Denver Broncos is utterly embarrassing. I'm gonna say that right now. Utterly embarrassing. How the heck are you an NFL coach? And not taking care of the clock like that, having so many of del- delay of games and all that stuff. How? And, and we saw during week one how they handled having a quarterback like Russell Wilson in, in, in clutch time, and they choose to go for a 64-yarder field goal. Your kicker is not Justin Tucker, and he still chose to do that. That is like a red flag going on in Denver. Denver's in for a very long season with this coach, and you know what? I'm sorry, man, but you want know Maybe I don't feel sorry for John Elway now. John Elway does have a bit of an ego, so you know what? I thought John Elway stepped down. Oh, he did step down. Uh, listen, you know yeah, what? Yeah, George Patton now is a GM. Well, listen, Payton, you know what? Well, listen, Payton, like that. Some, somebody in there is not doing their job very well, and it's and you know what? If you hire that coach, coaching. yeah, it's more coaching than he Russell was the, playing bad. He now, was. He was the offensive coordinator in Green Bay, so it's not he wasn't having a good offense. He had the back-to-back MVP in his offense. Well, I don't know if it's more Matt Lafleur running the offense or what, but you know, I don't know, man. I really don't know, Mister Ace. It's just, it's just crazy to see like how an NFL team could be playing football so badly because of coaching on that level. It's just absurd of how bad it was. Now, you know what? Let, 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 let me move on to the Seabirds, you know. Now, you know what? I kind of feel like once Trey Lance went down, everything just went in for the 49ers. I, I do think it's a chemistry thing that was what 49ers had during week one. And now that week two, they went back with, with uh, Trey Lance, unfortunately, getting hurt. Garoppolo. You know what? Unfortunately, I might have to agree with Colin Coward. They are a better team with um, Garoppolo in the sense that they have better chemistry. Now, do you know why Colin Coward said what he said? About yes, Trey I Lance? know. I know. He just hates him because he broke up with his daughter. But 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 he was defending him because Trey Lance was still inside of his daughter. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we we all saw it on Twitter. You know what? I'm gonna just say it bluntly like that. If if I get suspended from the show, so be it. Uh, that's that's how I'm gonna say it. And I don't regret it. Well, Sorry, you're reading the tweet, but anyway, I'm, I'm I'm not reading the tweet. I don't have no. I don't. But that's what the tweet said. Yeah, exactly. Said. But it's true. Yeah, it is. I mean, he, the way how Colin Coward Liv, flipped Liv, on Liv Coward on was what was what was, was, was literally posted a few years back on Twitter saying, "I am for the streets." 
What do you think was happening with her and Trey Lance? What do you think? I know. But anyways, I mean, what Coward is doing with Lance is kind of messed up. But I do agree, the 49ers have a better shot of winning this year with Garoppolo, even though Trey Lance has played three games, I want to say it is. Three full games since 2019. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot that. Three full football games since 2019 is insane, and that's three years. So it's kind of rough for Lance, but Garoppolo does open up the passing attack in a more way, even though their running backs are decimated. I don't know if getting rid of Trey Simmons was the right move. Hey, Marlon Mack to the rescue, perhaps? USF alumni. That's, uh, All right, President Flash, or ex-President Flash. Uh, Cardinals make uh, the Raiders suffer their worst franchise blow. I'm not gonna, lead. I don't like wording it that way, Ace. I'm, I'm going to wor- word it as... a terrible wording. They choked. No, 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 no. I, I'm going to word this as the Cardinals had one of the best comebacks we ever seen in a game of football. That's how I'm going to put it. Okay, that's how, Cliff that's how the ending is. His job. Cliff, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury's hot seat has has cooled down a little bit from that game because they looked pathetic early until the second half, and then Kyler Murray looked like Kyler Murray that we expect to see every week. No, Kyler Murray looked like Michael Vick. That's what that's what we expect out of Kyler Murray. He either be precision with his throws or running like Michael Vick. That's the you know what? When Kyler Murray is good, he is good, but. When Kyle Murray is bad because the offense stutter or because of him or whatever. Hey, AJ Green ran the bad. right route. AJ Green ran the right route, but he, he ain't For the two point conversion. He hasn't done diddly squad. I told you guys. I told you last week. Pick up Greg Dorch. Did y'all listen? No. Now everybody's talking about him on the waiver wire. Y'all ain't listening to me. I told y'all to get Greg Dorch last week. He is doing better than what's his face? Marquise Brown who can't catch a ball. Uh, Bengals got issues on their offensive line. Offensive line never got fixed. Oh, don't get me started, but these Pittsburgh Steelers, before we switch into college football, I want to read a tweet. Oh, my God. Okay, Trubisky, Trubisky and other players have confirmed that players are in the huddle arguing about the play calls, saying that to change the play, but Trubisky is not allowed to use any audibles, and the offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, did confirm it himself. He does not let them use audibles, and it's his play caller to highway. And that's, that's what Snoop Dogg was telling. That, that's what Snoop Dogg. That's, that, that's I got, you know, arrogance. That's I'll, I'll talk about that in Hot Topic, what Snoop Dogg said. Let's get into college football now because even Snoop uh, Dogg wants I, this guy gone. I, I, I need to call a timeout, actually, so you can start talking real quickly. I'll be right back. Okay, so, yeah, Snoop Dogg did say he wants Mike Tomlin to fire that man. I mean, you know how Snoop Dogg would word stuff. But, yeah, you, 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 could, you, you could figure that out. Well, I guess... I have to talk about USF. I mean, they're playing Bama next year. I even got yeah, Bama to respond. I was like, why, why does Bama have to play USF? Someone tell me. And Raymond James. It's not going to end well. We all know that game is going to be over in the first five minutes of the game. Because they released a 2023 schedule in this middle Tennessee, Texas, and USF as the first three games for Bama. Yeah, let's not do that. That's just a terror. I don't know why USF won that matchup. That's not going to end well. But a matchup for NSEC team versus USF that also didn't end well, but for the most part was going good for 59 minutes and 16 seconds, was the game between Florida and USF where USF had a chance to tie the game and take it to overtime, but... 
how do I say this in the most nicest possible way? Become the Atlanta Falcons? No. Uh, become the Chargers? I don't know. But whatever you want to do, they just became like the Browns, I guess, and just like blew the entire second half. That last drive, you're driving down and threatening to score a touchdown. Florida's on their heels, and they can't stop you, and you call a timeout and let them reset. That is my biggest beef with that. And then the minute after that timeout, you have a, a botched snap that sends you back a bunch of yards. You have uh, another belt, b- botched snap for that field goal as well. It wasn't the snap that was botched. It was, it was a holder. the hold that was about that was botched for the field goal. And the fact that guy almost made that kick is outstanding on his part. But I, I even knew I was like, watch that miss this kick. That just is so you. Well, that- well, here's the thing, you know, like we can say that is so yourself, but not in a way we were expecting how USF was going to go out like that. That's the thing, you know. It. We- Here's the thing. We, we thought it was going to be the kicker's fault, but it's not even the kicker's fault. If you're jumping to kicker at University of South Florida, I wish misery on those frat houses because they don't deserve shit if they do that. Because it's not even the kicker's fault. It's the holder's fault. If you want to jump someone, jump the holder, not the kicker. You got, if Poor you're all, guy if, had to kick it on the laces. No, it was flat, wasn't it? It wasn't even on the laces. It was no, flat. it was flat. Like, like, like how you it see a like picture this. of the football, your stereotype. Your stereotypical, t- typical football picture. That's how it came out. How was he That's supposed the meme to take picture that? right there? JP's here not to meme him. Like, like how this. you could do the, do that? Like, I can't even. The fact that he's able to kick that was was pretty incredible. That's the fact he was able to kick it. Let alone almost what 40, 50 yards. That is just nuts. Oh my god, I'm hurting his ears. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, but look on the bright side. USF, you know, I think if they do like a triple option kind of like offense, I think they will be pretty, pretty solid. I, I mean, I guess he can't how- throw the ball for his life if it depended on it, but he could run the ball good. Well, I guess. well listen, listen, Ace. I mean, you, you, you know, he wasn't actually that bad throwing the ball. He, he only had two picks. I mean, it could have been worse. I mean, you get a pick in the end zone. You pick off Ford in the end zone. Two plays later, you throw a pick yourself. Well, you, you you know what? Florida offense is another ball game we got to talk about because how the heck does Anthony Richardson went from looking like Cam Newton to looking like Johnny Football in Cleveland? How did he do that? I do not know. But that Johnny is... Football in Cleveland is generous. <laughs> that is, it might be a little bit generous, but. Uh, I was going to say Taysom no. Hill. No, 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 not Taysom, Taysom Hill. What's his name? What's his name? He's a Peterman. No, 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 no. Mike Lennon. No, no he's not Mike Lennon. Tim Tebow and the Denver Broncos. Josh McCown, bro. Josh McCown. Hey, McCown, McCown's 13 years <laughs> in the NFL. He's jo- he's Tim Tebow and the Denver Broncos. <laughs> Man's Mc- pathetic. Um, I, was, but, I, was, I, was, I was trying to think of every old Buccaneers um, backup quarterback <laughs> that had to play throughout the throughout the the dirt years with the, with the, with the Bulls. Um. Anyway, there's the best team in Florida is not Miami. We just proved that. Uh, oh, Texas please, State, just proved that. But it is FSU who should be FS- ranked. But not. FSU, without a doubt, is the best team in the state of Florida. Actually, you know what? 
you know, I'm going to avoid this topic because that's a whole nother rant I want to get on. Like, you know how Ace went on a rant about the Saints? I want to get on a rant about what I want to. But as of right now, let, we'll agree with the fact that FSU is the best team in the state of Florida. You, and, and you know what? Even Gators fans at this point are agreeing that FSU will completely dominate them in a football game at, at this current moment in time if they were to face head-to-head. All right, the only the only fan base that does not accept FSU as the best team is a team that down in Miami that played absolutely nobody and lost to AM this past weekend. They played they played a bunch of FCS schools and, they, and somehow they are still they are ranked. I do not know how that possible. I guess they considered AM a quality loss, like like the good old power five power six arguments with those teams. I mean, good lord, man. The fact Miami's ranked is is criminal, and the fact that UF is ranked is also criminal. I, you know what? I'm, I'm going on my rant. I'm sorry, Ace. I'm going to go on my rant. And, and you know what? I still see some analysts out there that still have Michigan State ranked after they got annihilated by my Michael Panics in Washington. And for those of you do, who don't know, especially my viewers in the Hillsborough County area, Pasco County area, Michael Panics is actually a local um, a local talent from here. He, uh, grad, he, he actually originally went from Pasco High School to Tampa Bay Tech, graduated Tampa Bay Tech, so I just want so you know and you know and right now Michael Penix is actually gonna I think he should be in the conversation for Heisman, but that's another topic I'll debate in a few moments. But right now what I'm more worried about is how flawed this AP top tw- top twenty-five is. I'm actually well, I'm gonna do it right now. AP top twenty-five, because right now it is hideous and it only proves that college ranking is nothing more than favoritism by a group of committee that they think that is deemable. To play football uh, in the playoffs. You done, baby Stephen A. No, I'm not done. So Miami at 25 is a is an atrocity. Florida as well at 20 is still an atrocity. That people should have watched that Florida game and know for a fact Florida was lucky USF did not lose that game because guess what? Florida should have lost that game plain and simple. So they should have treated that ranking as if Florida was a lose, not because Florida won. Do it. Due to the other team that is choking, let alone a, what people consider the bad team. So I guess I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, hey, I mean, I just don't know. SEC favoritism. This is just out of hand. You, Florida at twenty is a pure atrocity. They're not even better than Florida State. Both of those teams are not better than Florida State. But yet you still put Florida at twenty, and and, and they and they lost to you. They should have lost to USF for crying out loud. I, I can't even say they lost because USF is still choked. But still, this is a pure atrocity as of right now. All right, let's see who else we have here. Penn State, at it. they're fine. Oregon, they're fine. I, I don't agree with Washington at 18, but, you know, for a team that's supposedly beat number 11, you know, they're getting Pac-12 treatment, not SEC treatment. For a team that completely dominated a number 11 team in the nation from the Big Ten. Hey. We got so, ACC showdown, number five versus number 21, Clemson versus Wake Forest. Changing the topic, you keep going on. No, yeah, Clemson's going to win. Actually, you know what? I'm kind of surprised Clemson's ranked at five. Our team that's struggling a lot offensively, their ranked at five is pretty bold. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like they're more like a 10 to 15 team at the moment. How do, Okay, so Tennessee's ranked 11 and Florida's ranked 20, but I expect Tennessee to blow the brakes off of Florida. I sure hope they do blow the brakes out of Florida because because this for the and, and this is not because of 
Flash Gator Hate or Snoopy's Gator Hate or anything like that, all right? We know Snoopy's a, is a diehard Gators hater, by the way. But anyways, there is no there is no way. You know what? I, I really hope Tennessee blows the brakes out of them. Because, so let everyone know that they're frauds that they are and that they don't deserve to be there all because it's SEC babying, all right? I don't care if you're an SEC school that pulls four- and five-star talent all the time. If you're not winning football games, you shouldn't be ranked, plain and simple. And also, we do need to talk about refereeing as well in college football because, listen, when you have SEC analysts, SEC analysts who are biased for SEC teams out there and telling you that referees are, are missing calls or giving out bad calls in favor of SEC teams and they're calling you out for that, you know you messed up as refereeing. And, and it goes back to what I'm saying. You're ruining the integrity of the game. And that's been happening way too much race lately. Just I, I guess because people just can't handle the fact of losing. Like, come on. Fun fact. Ugh, that's changing. Unless Billy Napier pulls out some magic. It's it, it's, it's done, all right? It, hey, it could, you know who's on that could, Tennessee team? I, 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 I do not know how. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, no? I think, the Camara team. Oh, yeah, that could have been the Camara team. It could have been. Michigan at four, I could agree with that. Oklahoma at six, eh, I think they should be higher. USC at seven, well, we didn't see. Kentucky at eight, that's that's agreeable. I cannot complain about that. NC State at 12, that's agreeable. That was Kamara. Kamara, yeah, but he barely played. It was Jalen Hurd, wow. Jawan Jennings, wow. Okay, so this team was really – I don't even know how the hell they won this So Tennessee has not been in Florida in consecutive years since um, essentially when Ace was born. Good to know. Yeah, Good this Tennessee know. team was actually garbage. This was the Joshua Dobbs team. How the heck Texas A&M is still ranked? That's also another atrocity right there. SEC bias. Let me tell you. I can Jordan keep going Taro on. was on this team. Antonio Callaway. Whatever happened to Antonio Callaway? He disappeared. Freshman Freddie Swain. All right, so you know, I think my rant is kind of dried up about this. Yeah, we're tired of it. All right, cool. Let's talk talk about Bo Nix first before we talk about Michael Phoenix. Bo Nix experience, ladies and gentlemen, full beautiful showcasing against BYU. Played in his home arena and he played great. But get you wonder what happens when Bo Nix isn't home or he or he plays a team with serious defense. He's going to look like Bo Nix, that what people are used to seeing at Auburn. And in terms of the fact that Bo Nix away, I, I, I'm still not biting on Bo Nix as hype. I'm still not biting. But I will go on and say this, though. Comparing Bo Nix to Spencer Rattler, Spencer Rattler is a worse degree of worse than Bo Nix. Like, Bo Nix is bad, but Spencer Rattler is just – Steps down worse than Bo Nix. It was a funny tweet, though, by the way, but it's, I do want to say that. Cool. Michael Jaden Daniels is the second best quarterback in the SEC. Who? Jaden Daniels in LSU. That's a bold statement for a team that's struggling a lot. Well, he has beat Mississippi State. Hey, you know. You know what? Speaking of Mississippi, State, and he right? wasn't bad. It wasn't him who lost against Florida. It was Florida his State. defense out. Oh, Florida State. It was a defense that lost to Florida State. Oh, it wasn't really him and the kicker, but kicker sold. Uh, but yeah, Bryce. What's about Georgia? Back in the SEC. Oh. 
Uh, Michael, now let's talk about Michael Phoenix before we talk about Georgia. Georgia's somehow better than they were before. I don't know if I would go as far to say they were better than they were before, but they're still pretty damn good. Let's let's keep it like that. I'm what, not going to say Bennett's a white Vic. Hey, I didn't say that. Somebody else said that. I just took what somebody else said. Stetson Bennett is is really good for who he is, and you know what? Uh, I mean, why do you be like Tom Brady or something in the NFL? <laughs> you, you, you he's the what? ultimate game manager. You know like what? Stetson before Bennett... Brandy Moss, Tom Brady, like the ultimate game manager, Tom Brady. Oh boy, with the legs. All right, so here, here's another argument we need to make. It's not a rant, but it's just an argument. It is time to put Michael Penix Jr. in the Heisman conversation. It is time we got to start doing that. You know, the first two teams were like, okay, small schools and stuff is no big deal. But but the but the dude completely lit up Michigan State like it was nothing. Almost had 400 yards of offense. And what? he, he, he His completion rate was pretty much insane. I mean, let me pull up that number real quickly. I don't even know. I know it was like 397 yards of total offense, so I forgot. All right. Got to go pull it up to bail him out. Or he's just going to just not say anything. I am saying something right now. All right, so here we go. So Michael Penix versus 24 Michigan's- 40, 397 for 14. 60% so. completion. That's very impressive. 397 yards, as I said. I mean, listen, he played better. Well, no, I, I want to not say that. I mean, he was 20 for 27 against whatever that small school is. And Kent State, he was 26 for 39. But still, nonetheless, he's probably the best quarterback Washington had in a long time. And you know what? If Washington can go undefeated, they might be going to the college football playoffs. I'm going to say that right now. If they go That's undefeated, that was not a bold take. Think of it. Think of it. If you ha- If you have to play USC twice – Ones in the regular season, which they do, and one for the Pac-12, they should be deservingly go to to the college football playoffs. I'm gonna say that. Wait, would they be in the? Will they play uh, USC in the Pac-12 championship? Assu- yeah, because USC is south. The okay. South Pac-12 and North Pac-12. So, but yeah, I mean, USC is like ranked number seven. If you know, if Michael Penix could get the job. Or did I really say penis or Phoenix? Anyways, if Michael Phoenix could get the job done, beat USC twice, which is very difficult to do in the college football level. If you beat a team twice, you got to put them in that fourth spot and have them go again in, in, in the playoffs, whether they get blown out or not. they That's a really compelling case. They should be in. No no two Big 12 teams in for sure. Um I think Ohio so, State. So let's get this straight. So if one of either USC or Washington wins the two games back to back, the the matchup between USC and Washington, and the Pac-12 championship between the two of them, that's the one who's going to go to the playoffs, right? Uh, if they go undefeated, yes. You, I think you, both teams will go undefeated until they play each other. Well, yeah, and the Pac-12 schedule, yeah. I mean, there's nobody else standing in their way. I mean. And then it'll probably be whoever wins the Michigan-Ohio State game. I mean, let's see. Uh, and the Big Ten, and then, I, you know, you're I, two I, right Actually, in I'm going to I'm throw this out right now. Um, you, the, and the, uh, the Pac-12 North, um, Oregon State and Washington State are no sleeper teams, by the way. I heard, I've been hearing the noise I've been making, so keep an eye out for them. Wait, who? Washington Oregon State? 
Yeah, Oregon State has been pretty solid so far from what I've been hearing. They're three and zero. I mean, they, they beat Boise State, Fresno State, or well, Montana State doesn't count, but um, USC could be on potential upset alert against Oregon State. It's a bold one, but it's there. Is it's very well there. I, I you don't see. have faith in Caleb Williams and I, Jordan Addison. I'm not. It's not that I don't have faith in them. I'm just saying, you know, Oregon State is better than what what people are out to making them to be. They're they are. Very, I consider them a sleeper team, and Washington State as well is considered a sleeper team as well. <laughs> so <laughs> you get me bored now. I'm sorry. I'm All right. Just... I don't know how the hell George is better than. Oh, oh come on. This is a premium article. You, I don't want no premium article. Go to hell. I, I don't know how Georgia lost so many players to the NFL. This will be that point. good because, because it's Georgia. They reload. They have guys ready that want to step up. Here's mm. the thing. Georgia is so deep to the point that their backups could probably start on any other FBS school in the whole nation with the exception of Alabama. That's how deep Georgia, Georgia is. And it's, that is just a crazy thing to think of as well. Mm-hmm. I like that was so we were saying how much we were like questioning uh, Dabo after losing his coordinators, right? And all of a sudden, he's still keeping Clemson somehow ranked number five, albeit only three weeks in. That's actually insane to like you know that think is about. Insane, without a doubt. Oh, um, you, you, you want you, you want to talk about Texas A and M, and we should start talking about how um Jimbo's old scheme is like no longer good anymore. I mean, they're struggling uh, I mean, against if you this want, Peter, really. Um, I don't uh, care. A, a mediocre Jimbo Fisher offense and a uh, yeah, Jimbo Jimbo's in the wrong era. Yeah, that too. But guess what? Miami's fault is um, you're you're some of the problems Oregon used to have in the day before. You're, you're now going to see it in Miami and their offense. People are starting to say that. Um, what's his name? Cristobal or whatever? Mario Cristobal. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of suspect down there. Might want to keep keep an eye on them, see what, what kind of trouble they may be up ahead, actually. Ace, you have nothing, man. You're being pretty quiet. I am I am ready to go into hot topics, to be honest with you. Oh, let me cover this real quickly. All right, Miami. University of Miami does play another nobody. Well, I, I can't call it middle ten. See a bunch, a bunch of nobodies, but a very inferior team. UNC, Virginia Tech. Okay, those are wins. Duke is Duke is not so much a win, but I expect Florida State to take them out and Clemson. Wow, Miami could really go away, get away with the schedule, and only have three losses. That's how easy their schedule is. It's ridiculous. All right, they have Middle Tennessee, UNC, Virginia Tech, Duke. Virginia, Florida State, that's their first L. Georgia Tech, Clemson is the second L, and Pittsburgh is going to be the third L. But that's just crazy, man. They're going to go three losses only just from playing nobodies. It's just wild. Okay, cool. Oof. All oh, right. Shit. So Florida State might get stomped by North Carolina State. Let's get in. Okay. For... Actually, no. Too soon. We'll talk about that later. All right, hot topics, right? I wanted to talk about this first. Um, so we all know what Garrett Wilson did. We know what Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase has been doing. We know Olave's coming. He's 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 been beating guys one on one. It's just he hasn't got the ball. So I was gonna say, do you think 
the dudes coming out of LSU and Ohio State as wide receivers are just better than the ones coming out of Alabama. Because, you know, Alabama used to have, like, the Julio Jones, the Amari Coopers coming out. Now you're like, you got these guys, LSU's just come, He's they got Keyshawn's coming out. They got Ohio State's got JNS, Marvin Harrison Jr., and that other freshman Uboke guy. I don't know, Ace. Right what, what do you think? Do, do, do you think Olave deserves to be in a conversation better than being better than Waddle? Do you think um Jamar Chase so far no. this season? Jamar Chase better is better than Waddle. Well, Come on. Well, last season, yeah, but this season he hasn't been showing it. Did you I not mean, see him against Pittsburgh? Well, Pittsburgh, he went nuclear, but this past weekend against Dallas, he was getting – Joe I Burrow mean, couldn't even get five, two seconds to throw him the ball. That's not his fault. Speaking of which, I right, kind so of... Al- Al- Alabama wide receivers in the NFL right now. You got Calvin Ridley, he's suspended. You got Amari Cooper. You got Jerry Judy. You got, I don't even know who the hell left. Uh, Jalen Waddell. Irv Smith doesn't count. He's a tight end. Devontae Smith, Julio, but who is in the wrong generation for what I'm trying to say? But then you have Ohio State, you got the Mike Thomases, you got the Olaves, you got Garrett Wilsons. But then you also have the guys coming in next two years from Ohio State. And then at LSU, you got Jamar and Justin. Terrence Marshall never even got a shot. But I was just saying, what do you think of, you know, Alabama just producing NFL talent, and then you have these two schools just coming like, oh, wait, we got some pretty damn good guys too. Well, I mean, just a little hot thing I wanted to bring up. Well, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hot take at the moment, but. I mean, in terms of LSU, besides um the names of Jamar Chase and and um Justin Jefferson, who else? I mean, they had Odell and um Jarvis as well. But I mean, what do you think, Ace? Do you think those guys LSU has been producing enough to say they're better? No, I think the 2019 team just has the two of those two guys who are just clear everybody beside Julio. You, you, you do not think Justin Jefferson is better than Julio in his prime, or do you, you don't think um Jamar Chase was? Well, better than I'm Julio just saying prime? for right now. I think well, Justin Jefferson is probably damn close, but to the fact Jamar, that he struggled so Jamar much. Jamar Chase rookie like, season was was considered insane. Remember that. Um, I mean, oh, you know, know, time will tell. Time will tell between the, about those two guys. We just well, wait Jefferson's only three years into the league. Chase is two, so it's can't say they're better than Julio yet. Prime Julio, we're talking about prime Julio. Yeah, prime we're... Julio is what I mean. Yeah, we. But anyway, let's talk about some I, 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 I do not know about Ohio State take as well. I mean, Olave... have you not seen Marvin Harrison? Jr.? Well, Mar- Marvin Harris. Wait, we talking about the Colts? Marvin Harrison? Or... No, Junior. Junior. You no. didn't see him? Yes, uh, last week. I think he's on. He's on Ohio State. Oh, well, they're right also now. playing Toledo, but still. Well, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, Ohio State dropped seventy points. This is insane. But I guess okay, this egg you both. I mean, they kind of had to because you know they were putting okay, up points. Just listen to this, right? So Jigba barely played the game, right? But there's this. I don't even know how you say this guy's name, but is E G U B K B U K A. I do not know how you say this guy's name. I feel so bad, but Eju Ohio State, right? So Emeke Egbuka, I don't even know how you say his name. Dude had seven catches for 116 yards. Marvin Harrison Jr., six for 102. Jackson Smith only had two for 33, but still. Jana's going to be a top pick 
this year. Marvin Harrison's going to be a top pick next year, and Ibuke is going to be a top pick the year after. And that's after you had the second and third wide receivers drafted in last year's draft behind London. But then again, you got the sun god over in Detroit, who we didn't even talk about in the NFL. <laughs> Greatest fantasy trade steal of all time, trading Miles Sanders around. Um, I'm, you know what? Let me not say it because I'm going to get this man jinxed. We're not saying it. Knocking on the wood. But anyway, the sun god is putting up absurd numbers. He just tied Julio, not Julio, Antonio Brown and Michael Thomas for most eight-yard eight catches. Eight catches in a game for consecutive games. Dudes like Cooper Cup before Cooper Cup could play outside. That's what I'm saying, Brown. And the only reason why he fell in the draft is because he had a terrible 40 time. But he, if you watch him play on the field, I'm he a- is not that slow. He, no, I, I never thought he was slow. I mean, even even when I was seeing his modern days, modern day high school in California's highlights, I, I I thought I thought yeah, this guy's gonna go in the league. I I didn't think I didn't think it was gonna be this good, but he's been pretty damn good so far. And you know what? Speaking of which, we don't talk about we need we need to start taking Detroit a little bit more seriously. They're not the bottom of the Detroit's got an anymore. offense. Whew, Detroit got an offense right now. But Jared Goff, which is kind of funny, but at the same time, I'm their offensive line is actually pretty good. And he's actually getting time to throw the ball. And it's just like Amon Ra keeps getting himself open. He just throws Amon Ra around the ball, and it just works. I don't know. but and, I think and, that... and the running back's been solid, too, as well, I think. DeAndre Swift had one leg, and he won, and he got, like, I want to say 16 or 17 fantasy points on one leg. And he doesn't even look slow. He has a bad ankle, and he just looked fine. I mean, for a bad ankle, and you can still run, I mean. I mean, it's probably a painful run for the man, but it, it, the fact he could do it, I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, you know, I'm actually happy for Detroit. We cannot call them the pits of garbage anymore. So, you know, they're not hey, the bottom Detroit, barrel. Of Detroit, this Detroit might not. Neither um, the Giants. I want to say our prediction for Detroit games where I want to say like five wins. No, it wasn't five. It was like four wins between me and JP's when we were doing this stuff. And their schedule so far, right? So let's see. They beat. The Commanders, they're going to have Vikings this week. I don't know if they win this, but they're One definitely crazy, beating the Seahawks. From a, fan, from a fantasy perspective, um, the commander, some of the Commanders dudes have been putting up points. I want to look into that. Carson Wentz has been absurd. He's been bad. He's top <laughs> 10 in fantasy points per game in the league. And wait, wait, like, wait, wait. Uh, what? Top 10 in fantasy points in the league? Yeah. Well, he's also a quarterback, but still. Um, I mean, I mean, so, I mean, for a guy like Carson Wentz, I mean that we always give him shit for. I mean, I mean there's two funny. games that's and nice. they were down bad, or well, they were up and one and down a lot in the second. But okay, so Detroit, they got Vikings. I expect them to probably lose that game, but it won't surprise me if they win. I'll probably pick them to win. You got the Seahawks. No, actually, you know what? Vikings They're gonna beat the Seahawks. Oh wait, no, it's one no, o'clock. Her no, cousins. No, no, one o'clock. Her cousins. No, 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 no. We're we're, we're 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 gonna time out. Um. Vikings, you know, I, I I can see the Lions beating them with how bad Minnesota been, unless oh, that's prime time, Kirk Cousins. I mean, that's true, but um, Seahawks, you know, I, I'm looking good. I, you know, you know what? I'm gonna hit the brakes on the Seahawks one. We we are kind of overreacting about the Seahawks thing because with, with you think those Seahawks point. are gonna beat the Lions as the Lions you've seen the last two weeks versus the Seahawks you've seen the last two weeks. Well, I'm gonna say this as of right now, you know, you don't think Trey Hendrickson is gonna. 
Not Trey Hendrickson. Aiden Hutchinson's going to destroy not, him. We should not evaluate the Seahawks to be bad because of that game with the 49ers. That's that's all I'm saying. Because the 49ers look like they've gotten better since. Well, with that injury, and the offense was clicking a lot better. So I do not want to go and start saying Seattle is bad, bad yet. So, I mean, it's one to watch. Actually, Okay, do you realize, do you realize the Seattle Seahawks did not have a single point on offense? Yeah, and? And you think they're going to go and beat a team that's put up over 30, 20 points in back-to-back game? Does Detroit even have a defense? Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson is going to destroy him. He had three sacks. Do you remember uh, Seattle's offensive line is a piece of garbage? Oh, yeah, I forgot their offensive line is a piece of garbage. <laughs> hey, okay. hey, hey, look on the bright side, Seahawks fans. You got the Falcons. If you could beat them, maybe you, you could probably beat the Lions too. That's a, I'll say that. <laughs> nah, Drake London's going to destroy him. Oh, okay. Now you're talking out of your butthole now, sir. Hey, Drake London's been good. He toasted the Rams. Hey, hey. Deco- uh, what's the guy's name? Dakota <laughs> Durant. JP, is that the guy's name, right? You got the pick six against the Falcons. It's Dakota Durant, right? Just like type it in the chat. I want to say it is. The HBCU guy. I don't remember what school is from. South Carolina State. First pick six. Yeah. Dakota Durant. He's going to be starting this week because Troy Hill went on injured reserve. So next four weeks, we're going to be seeing a lot of Dakota Durant. So we're going to be seeing that. Uh, FAMU's got what? It's going to be rough for Seattle after the Falcons. Lions, Saints, Cardinals, Chargers, Giants, the, the Tweety Birds, Cardinals again, the Buccaneers. But we get a 1-800 Bryce Young for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Raiders, uh, actually, you know what? I mean, I'm not going to write them off on the Raiders yet. The Rams, well, you know, it's a vision game, so we'll see. Panthers, okay, that might, that might actually be a W. That's a W, man. Y'all pan- going it's, the it's the Panthers. It's the Panthers. It is the Panthers. Come on. 49ers, that's going to be a loss. Well, that's going to be a decimation. Jets, that's going to be a W. Rams, I mean, that's to be dated. The Jags going to beat the Seahawks. Be straight. No. The Jags going to beat the Seahawks. The Jaguars, <laughs> they don't even play the Jaguars. Oh, I thought that was the Jaguars you said. No, I said the Jets. Nah, Jets still beating them. Garrett Wilson huh. gonna go for 150 on him. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> that, that that is just nonsense. Do your fancy talking. You know what? I, I heard okay. enough nonsense for today. All right, it can't be worse than that. Starting Lamar Jackson, <laughs> ducking cover. Oh, he started Herbert. He can't be mad, but I mean, who would have wanted if he started Lamar? But how was I supposed to know? He could start his own lineup. All right, I'm looking at the Seahawks. Yeah, I don't see them winning more than three games this year. I'm serious. They ain't winning more than three games. Not, Your best not, bets in winning are they're winning one three games. Game, they, the Panthers they, and the Jets. Those are your best three shots at winning. Well, hang so on, maybe four, man. Four and twelve. That's still a top five pick. Hey, hey, you know what? It's a tanking season. I mean. We're not upset if we lose, you know. If if we see progress on the comeback, then it's fine. Come on, it, it's we we are embracing the tank, and that sometimes tanking is fun. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, Raiders could be a possible W. Nah, Raiders are like. Well, Josh McDaniels is a coach, and he's not a good coach, so who knows? But um, all right, Fantasy what would talk. you? All right, all right, all right. Let me tell you this: what What would you do if the Seahawks beat the Saints? What What would you do? I I just want to know: what would you do if the Seahawks beat the Saints? Well, if they haven't won any games until to that point, I am going to be calling so hard for Dennis Allen to get fired. The, the, the I will be calling for it from on top of like Mount whatever the hell it is, Mount Helen, isn't that where right next to Seattle is, or whatever that one is. I'll like be calling. That. I'll be standing up on the top there, and I'll be calling for uh, Dennis Allen to get fired. I've already been calling for it since like this oh, week, so boy. it's all right. I, I never I look, wanted him to take. I, I'm a, I'll be honest with you, as of right now, I don't even know who I could put say who is actually good and who is actually bad right now in the NFL because the first few weeks hey. is always messy. So I'm, I'm gonna wait till hey, like hey, week four hey. till I start saying okay, fantasy, this, is right? this is bad. You've been you've been getting me off topic from the fantasy football talk now. If you in fantasy. And you see a man who have Elijah Moore. You get your phone and you go offer a bench play for Elijah Moore. Because I'm telling you, once Zach Wilson comes back, Elijah Moore is going to be getting 10 targets along with Garrett Wilson. Because Zach Wilson loved the hell out of Elijah Moore. In both training camp and in last year, you saw it. When Elijah Moore was healthy and with Zach Wilson, he was putting up absurd numbers. So I would be trying to get Elijah Moore. Uh, oh, I got I have a question for you, Ways. Do you start Lamar Jackson this week against the Patriots, or do you start Justin Herbert? Lamar? Justin Herbert's got broke ribs. Oh, I forgot. The only reason why he stayed in that game is because those are the same doctors on that team that punctured Tyrod Taylor's long. Oh, yeah. You should be terrified of you. Um, do... All right. Let me ask you this. Um, Curtis Samuel, I should definitely put into play against the Eagles. Is that is that a good yep. idea? Until he breaks something again and he's out for eight weeks. That's expected of him. All right. I'm a bet. I, I'm Evan a bet. Ingram, Singletary. Fantasy. Singletary gave me only four points as a starting running Singletary's back. Singletary's garbage. Four. I don't know how you started him anyway. Four. You know what? In fact, I, I, I'm. I, you know what? Someone else can take him. I'm gonna drop him. He. Er Smith, oh. good fancy pickup. Evan Ingram. Oh my God, my opponent has Josh Allen as their quarterback. Not me. I have Jalen Hurts. He worked out pretty good. And, and carried me back play. from the brink of down one seventy two to one seventeen. Thank you, J- Jalen Hurts. Oh, because Ace, Justin Jefferson Ace, didn't show up. Ace, um, what's your thoughts about the Steelers O line and having Nigel? You think Nigel has not been so far great because of, because of how the hell was that? Hmm. Anyway, uh, Najee's going to have to – well, the whole thing with the play calling in uh, – what's it called? In Pittsburgh is very concerning because of the fact that you're having the players be at odds with the offensive coordinator. And this is even from last year too apparently with Ben Roethlisberger. He wanted – became he used to start changing the plays on his own. That whole thing in Pittsburgh is very concerning, so I don't know. I, I, I would fire the offensive coordinator, to be honest, if I'm Pittsburgh. I don't know why Mike Tomlin has him, but he's the issue, but they're not getting rid of he, him. He, he, he is the issue. I think Pittsburgh fans might be starting to get tired of him as well, like how Seattle they are with, with 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 that other offensive coordinator they just fired a few years back. I think that's... Hey, that's the offensive coordinator down in Jacksonville, I think. Listen, listen you know, you could pick up a coordinator anywhere... Fire the man, please. The, the, the fans do not deserve this. The team does not deserve it. And you know what? 
as someone as someone that's actually been to the a little has a little idea of how much Pittsburgh loves the Steelers, fire the man. They don't deserve it. Pittsburgh fans do not deserve this kind of torture. All right, they're they're the most loyal fan. I would not say loyal, but they're not they're not a shit fan base at all, and they're very passionate for their team. I'm gonna say that. And you know what? The, the Can Pittsburgh, we wrap it up now? Yeah. Their fans do not deserve that product with that drama of that offensive coordinator. Kick his behind out, please. Plain and simple. Okay. And that is going to do it for us. Thank you for another, how do we say this? Wild, rantful, full of rants. Um, Not even, full of passion. There we go. This is the passion-filled episode of the last Ooh, game podcast. BJ. <laughs> BJ. How, is Jeff Wilson a good idea or no? I mean, yeah. Sure. Whoa. He was solid. He was solid. Yeah. Jeff you, get... you got man just asked me to set his lineup so he can get mad at me when someone on his bench goes off. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Bye bye. I'm dropping single cherry. Ignore, ignore Flash. Flash is an idiot. Who cares? Anyways, be a friend. Tell a friend. Like, share, subscribe. Do not listen to Ace. He's just talking mad nonsense. You'll hear his mouth again tomorrow, anyways. Like, share, subscribe. Y'all have a good night. Also, be as well comment, and you know, I, I'll be down to answer some questions on what I think and stuff. You know, I do have a, a little bit of controversy on what I think about the state of football right now, especially in college football with the oh, rankings Here he of goes. clear favoritism. But we shall see. You want to you want to come at me? Come at me. My at is is underscore Aj the Great on Twitter. He's, I'm gonna say it again at underscore Aj the Great. You got questions or you want to pop in here or something? You will. You could. At me right there. Jordan can um, drop my at right there. But other than that, I'm done, man. All right. Thank you guys again for another episode. Tomorrow, Running Gun, 7 o'clock. Like it says right there. Next week, Allison will come on on Running Gun. I think it'll be usual time next week, Wednesday. But anyway, we'll take care. Stay blessed. See you next week. Oh, wow. We teed him up. I think Jordan. Thank you.